So it was my little brother who committed suicide 15 years ago uh, this week, right before Mother's Day, which my mom always points out. Is, is, he was always a f- had a flair for drama. His life was marked by substance abuse and, toward the end, opioids, and it started in high school. Hunter was very different than the rest of us. We warned my parents he's hanging out with the wrong crowd and so forth, but, you know, what can they do? And they struggled a lot with this, and he just kind of slowly went off the rails and we called it a 35-year suicide. I think the substances were a tool. I mean, I think people are driven to substance use for some reason. I mean, he was different. He wasn't always happy. He didn't fit in. He wasn't like the rest of us, but he was incredibly sensitive and creative. He was an amazing craftsman back in the 90s. He was working out in Puget Sound in the uh, in the islands. He was doing tile work for these high-end, you know, million-dollar summer cottage, right, type of thing for people that work for Microsoft. And he would, uh, while he was waiting for the ferry, he would go down and poke along the beach and find a piece of wood, and then he would sit there on the on the ferry and carve it into whatever, you know, it sort of suggested to him. And so he these amazing pieces of carving that my, my parents have, and um, he'd carved one for my uh, my daughter when she was little at the time. He sat down with her on a rock on the beach and just picked this up and said, hmm, this looks like it should be a dog, right? And, and just sort of whittled this thing away. It was just like how he could just take anything and make it beautiful. I mean, he was just, in many ways, so much more alive, but I think maybe the substances were part of just dimming that down so that it was manageable. During the ugly phases, he would show up and want money or something, and we were very clear, you know, my parents and I talked about it. It's like, you know, we can't, we can't do that. We had to draw boundaries, right? And, you know, especially when he was desperate in really dark places, you know, he did bad stuff, right? He was in jail for felony charges, belonged to a bike gang, right? It's like, it was like an alien world, but, you know, still we had those intersections where he was still my little brother. I wish I'd been with him more. My older brother and I, we never talk about this. I don't know that he's ever talked about it with my parents. So I don't know, but I think it's it's good for me to talk about it. I learned in my 13 years in the military to compartmentalize stuff, right? So when bad stuff happens, you just have to, like, put it aside and press on because you got to get the job done, and then you kind of forget that you put it aside, especially for men. It's like, you know, it's a lot of, you know, stigma around opening up to these things, I think that's, we've, we've, got to, we've got to overcome that because we're equally affected by this. And hopefully this can help change some of that.